the most impressive thing about him is the way he he acts, you know, the way he he takes care of his body and what he does, you know. He's a very quiet kid. He knows what he wants to do. Um, and looking forward to see him um, pitch and see where he takes us. That was Red Sox manager Alex Cora talking about who our Chris Smith dubbed the most interesting pitcher in Red Sox camp this spring, Garrett Whitlock. Welcome back to the Fenway Rundown. I'm Chris Cotillo, and today we're lucky enough to have uh, the most interesting uh, pitcher. He needs a Dos Equis endorsement after that, but it's uh, Garrett Whitlock, uh, Rule 5 pick of the Red Sox, and, and an early camp superstar. So, Garrett, first of all, thanks for coming on, and uh, welcome to the Fenway Rundown. Thank you for having me, Chris. So, uh, I want to start there. You know, when you hear that quote from Alex Cora, um, which I'm sure uh, people have sent you, which you've you paid attention to, but um, he said he's a, you're a guy that he's paying a lot of attention to. He plays the part. He threw a bullpen. It was very impressive. The most impressive thing about him is the way he acts, the way he takes care of his body and what he does. He's a very quiet kid, but he knows what he wants to do. I'm looking forward to seeing him pitch and see where he takes us. I mean, that was what, day two or three of camp? What did that mean to you as a newcomer? And, and you know, there's probably 40, 45 pitchers in camp, and he singled you out. Um, it's an honor. I mean, uh, just the fact that he said my name uh, is an honor. And, you know, he's the, he's the kind of guy that inspires you, and he's the kind of um, leader that you'd, you'd want to run through a, a wall for and, you know, go to battle with. So for you, just, just generally, um, you know, what has camp been like? I know it's unlike any you know, spring training ever, but, you know, for you especially, coming over from the Yankees to the Red Sox, uh, trying to meet all these new people and trying to do so with all these protocols in place. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I promised myself, you know, no matter what happens going to camp, I was just going to enjoy the process and and soak up all the knowledge from the veterans. Um, and, you know, that's that's why I'm, why I'm so quiet. I, I don't want to talk. I want to listen. I want to <laughs> learn from all the guys that have been there. And who are some of those guys that you, you know, specifically want to talk to or have um, so far? Yeah, I mean, Eovaldi has been amazing. Um, he's such a leader and such a inspiration. Uh, the way he goes about his work and the way that he focuses and the way he builds everyone else up, it's it's been amazing to learn and watch from him. Um, Pavetta, the way that he focuses on his craft, um, both in the weight room, on the pen, and just like everywhere else, just watching how meticulous he is. Um, it, it shows why he's a big leaguer and, uh, you know, just, just watching all the guys that have been there. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. What are your impressions of the organization so far? I mean, obviously this is your first time kind of getting to know everybody in person and seeing, you know, from top to bottom, from probably the first time you met Haim in person to the first time you met Alex, uh, what have those impressions been like? Um, when the Red Sox say it's a family, they're, they're not joking. Um, mm -hmm. They are so personable. They they treat you like you're one of their own. And um, I mean, it, that's been the biggest impression for me so far is just how much they care, not only on, you know, the baseball side of things, but family side of things. You know, they they genuinely care about how you're doing as a person, not much less just how you're doing as a ball player. I think uh, that team meeting with, uh, you know, Dustin Pedroia's video and all that stuff got a lot of run on social media. And I know we wrote about it. Um, coming into the organization, obviously he, he retired, but just seeing that, what did that mean? And, and what was the reaction of, obviously it's a group of a lot of new guys. There's a lot of new faces with the team, but, um, I think, you know, the, the overwhelming sentiment is that what he said was, was pretty powerful and taken well. 
Absolutely. I think it definitely, you know, lit a spark just because, you know, he is a legend and, and what he said was it, it, it rung true. And, you know, you got to work in every single aspect of what you do. And, you know, that I think a lot of guys, I think pretty much everyone there took it to heart and, you know, you know, you, you got to learn from the legends. And so that's, that's one of the best ones to learn from. So, you know, obviously Alex's comments and, and you've been kind of thrust into the spotlight here a little bit early in camp. Um, you know, that's just kind of the, the nature of, of spring training. You know, there's, uh, there's the guys that come in, we hear about guys in the best shape of their life. We hear about, you know, we ask him to single out guys he's impressed by, obviously your name came up. So, uh, you know, I wanted Red Sox fans to get, get to know you a little bit. So, um, what, what do you like off the field? I mean, Alex said, you know, quiet, reserved and kind of a laid back guy, obviously, um, you know, that's, that's your, uh, how he's, he said you've conducted yourself in camp, but, but what is Garrett Whitlock like away from the field? I mean, what do you like to do? Those kind of things. Uh, I'm still a relatively quiet guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I grew up on a goat farm. So, you know, the, the blue collar mentality has just been engraved in me since I was a little kid. And, you know, that's the way I, I like to go about everything. Um, you know, it's just, keep your head down, do your work and, you know, just respect those that have been there before you, but off the field, you know, I just, I enjoy spending time with friends. Um, you know, I, I do play video games with friends back home because obviously mm -hmm. with COVID and everything, that's kind of the only way to connect right now, but that's about it. I love, uh, I love watching, uh, hunting shows and that's about it. <laughs> So, I mean, I hear goat farm and I can't not ask a, uh, a follow-up on that. So what exactly was life like on a goat farm growing up and, and what were the responsibilities? Um, I mean, when you think of a farmer, I guess that's kind of the responsibilities <laughs> is, you know, you just, you, you're in, you're in charge of a, of another animal's life and, you know, that's a big responsibility, but it, it was great. It teaches you life lessons. And, you know, I joke with my wife all the time. She's, she's obviously by far the smart one. She's getting a PhD and uh, I joke with her that I'm a college dropout. And so, you know, uh, <laughs> I have all my, all my intelligence is just useless farm knowledge and she's got the real brains. Uh, so, so that the farm in, in Georgia where you grew up, right. Um, and then go up, go end up going to UAB, um, 18th round pick of the Yankees. Uh, so at that point, you know, someone in the draft that not, not a guarantee by any means for anybody to get to the majors or get to major league camp, but, um, especially for an 18th rounder, you know, it's usually an uphill battle. Um, but very impressive 2018 season for you. I think, uh, something clicked. You started showing up on prospect charts, um, what what led to that success and being able to you know be that that good that year reach double a uh, and start turning some heads especially in the yankees organization uh that was that was just my coaches they uh they really took you know just what i had and they they tuned it up uh justin pope was my pitching coach in charleston and jose rosado is my pitching coach in tampa and both those guys you know they they just taught me how to pitch and you know they learning from justin pope who is one of a, a great singer baller in himself. And so, you know, I, I loved being around him mm -hmm. and loved learning everything from him. And then Jose Rosado, who had a, I mean, he's an all-star in the MLB. So, you know, you, you love learning from guys like that. And he, he really refined my change up and helped me a lot with that. And, you know, Jose, like we called him Rosie, but Rosie, he really helped me a lot on the mental side of things and, you know, just preparing before games and, and just, you know, really, really remembering what it's all about.
and then July 2019, you're pitching for Trenton, um, and obviously hurt your arm and, and need Tommy John surgery. Was it kind of a long time coming where you were battling an arm thing for a lot of the season, or was it just that you know pop moment that, that people talk about? There was never a pop, um, and it, it wasn't hurting all season. It was just it 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 was tight and it never felt like it loosened up. And so Nordy, our pitching coach up there, mm-hmm. just decided we should get it looked at, and um, yeah, just decided that we needed a TJ after that. But, you know, it, it turned out to be a good thing and a much needed thing. Yeah. And, and when I, we talked over the, the winter for uh, right after the Red Sox took you in rule five and you know, the, the, the thing that struck me was for, you know, a minor leaguer who's at, at double a, um, you know, in your case, making an ascent, you know, in the organization, I'm sure the first thought there is that it's a setback that, you know, derails or at least delays your process in making the majors. But in your case, I mean, being hurt meant the Yankees left you off the 40 man. The Red Sox were able to scoop you up. And now, you know, here you are in big league camp. So I know nothing's guaranteed in terms of a roster spot, but was the Tommy John actually something that, you know, could springboard you or, or kind of advance that process? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, not just from baseball wise, but I needed it. Um, to, to get my life in order and to uh, focus on things I need to focus on. And so, you know, it, it turned out to be a good thing, both on and off the field for me. You've said 2020 was a, a blessing for you. You know, when we talked earlier, just working on the rehab, I know the Yankees were obviously involved in that process, but what was it like completing kind of the final steps of that Tommy John rehab at home in Alabama? Absolutely. And I mean, all the, all the people with the Yankees were good about that saying like, Hey, take your time, take what you need. And so that was good. It was nice to be able to take things slow and do things the right way. I mean, uh, I was with Kevin Wilk at Champion Sports Medicine in Birmingham, and he's one of the best in the business. And, you know, he he really took care of me and uh, showed me what I need to do and focus on what it's actually what it actually means to take care of your arm. So and and. I think another interesting aspect is obviously posting your clips to Instagram with, with no minor league season. Like I said, that was kind of the, how the Red Sox were able to scout you for the rule five draft. And, um, you know, I know that made, that was kind of the headline after that, but, um, when you're making those videos, you realize they were audition tapes for major league camp for other teams. I really didn't. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just, I was excited and, you know, it was a, it was a cool, cool video that was made and everything and so I was like you know what this is I'm ready to go for 2021 and it turned out to be an amazing thing that the Red Sox picked me up and so I, I can't thank the the people that did that enough so specifically you know in camp um we, we talked about you know kind of how you're turning heads early I think you threw a live BP already um what have they told you about what they envision your role to be um you know how strongly they it seems like, you know, obviously they're, they're going to do everything they can to keep you, but, but how much of, of your, you know, immediate future here have they gotten into so far? We haven't talked about it at all. Um, we're just focused on uh, the biggest thing, Bushy and AC and Heim have told me is, Hey, be honest with us. You know, if you're, if you're hurting a little bit, tell us, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the biggest thing is just staying healthy. And so that's, that's mostly what we've been talking about is, you know, how I'm feeling and you know, what, what they, uh, you know, just pretty much like how my arm's recovering and stuff like that. And you're still 100%, no problems at all? I am. Arm feels great. The trainers there have been fantastic, but she's been amazing with, you know, making sure my throwing program's the way it is. And, you know, they, they've done a great job. 
The Red Sox, especially with Heim coming from the Rays, they talk about you know using a versatile pitching staff. Andres is here as a swingman. Darwinson Hernandez goes two innings sometimes. You know maybe they'll have a six man rotation that'll change things a little bit. But for you, where do you see yourself fitting in the most? Where are you best? Are you as a starter, a long reliever? Are you capable of doing that one inning role? <laughs> I just want to pitch. Um, yeah. What, whatever they see fit is what I'll what I'll try and do. And you know I I see so much talent. There's this. It's just such a good baseball team. Like just watching. Like I love just watching everyone throw their pins and lives and everything. And I just see so much talent and. You know, I'm just honored to be there in the midst of, of these guys. And so, you know, there's there's a ton of talent. And, you know, if, if they see fit for me to be part of it, then I'll be honored and I'll do whatever they need me to do to help the team win. This is your first major league camp, right? Yes, it is. So, so um, and I, I don't believe you've pitched in a spring training game before. So in these live BPs, I'm sure that you're facing, you know, already on whatever, February 20-something that, the best hitters that you've ever faced? Yeah, so Bobby actually uh, faced him in my first live. And if you go back to Trenton, mm-hmm. when I was pitching there, Bobby took me about 580 uh, to right center <laughs> in Trenton. And so when I struck him out in my live EPs, he came up to me afterwards. He said, all right, we're even now. And so that was that was yeah. a lot of fun facing facing him and everything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these these hitters are – the best of the best and it's it's fun to just go up there and you know have fun and compete with them did you come in knowing anybody i know there's there's obviously a few you know former yankees uh or espinal Ottavino. i don't know if your your paths ever crossed with uh those guys um so me and Ort were together in uh trenton and then he mm-hmm. went on to triple a and then uh me and espy were never on the same team but we knew each other just being in spring training together in the past in minor leagues um and I'd never yeah. talked to Ottavino beforehand, but we we obviously knew we were both Yankees, and so we'd we'd said hi to each other this spring. Yeah, I think it's unusual to have you know Ottavino got the headlines, and but you know four guys come over from the or I think Espinal was, was there last year, but four guys who are former Yankees in camp is, is kind of a high number considering you know, how little teams or guys go back and forth between those teams. I don't want to keep you you too much longer, but I do want to ask you know like. As a rule five pick, I feel like you're just kind of in this this league of your own in terms of entering camp, like in, in a way because of the rules, which are, you know, complicated. And I don't still don't know the origin. I don't know why it happens. But, uh, you know, for those that don't know, if the Red Sox don't keep you on the active roster or I guess the injured list for the entire season, which you know, the injured list would only have to be if you were actually injured, which you're not, um, then they have to offer you back to the Yankees uh, who would probably take you back and, and the Red Sox obviously don't want to do that uh, under any circumstances. So there's a lot of incentive for them to keep you on the active roster for you. Is that, I mean, a sense of, of safety, a sense of comfort. Um, does it change anything? No, it, it doesn't change anything. And it's, it's definitely not comfort or anything like that. You know, I did nothing's given to anyone in this game. And so I, I don't ever want to have that mentality. You know, I, I have to fight and I have to earn for anything that I get. And so you know, it, it, it still goes back to what I told you when I first got picked up. I, I want to have like my head down mm-hmm. and work hard and, you know, like I have to earn a spot if, if they feel um, that I've earned it, then great. But, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to just assume anything. And, you know, I just need to continue to work. 
And and if you assuming you do make the team, um, which not something you're willing to make, but I, I'm going to project it at this point, uh, just with you know what, what how the Red Sox have spoken about you and everything. You'll you'd enter the majors with just 81 innings at Double A and no experience at Triple A. How big is that adjustment going to be all of a sudden facing major league hitters? I know it's something that you're gonna you're gonna find out here pretty quickly in spring training um, and even in the live BPs. Um, I'm just going to lean on the veterans and learn from the veterans. You know, I'm, I'm going to try and do what they did. And obviously what they do is have success. You know, like I said, uh, I'm always listening to guys like Nate, you know, he, he's got a ton of wisdom and he's amazingly willing to share it. And so I like just, even when he's in the weight room, talking to the trainers and everything, you know, I'm listening to like how he goes about his business, how he's, preparing for each outing, each bullpen and stuff like that. And so those are the things that I'm really focusing on trying to learn and to gather and soak up. It's just like how veterans do what they do and how they had success getting what they get, because you just pointed it out. I've only been to double A. I I don't have any success in the big Mm -hmm. leagues. Like there's nothing saying that I will. And so I have to learn from guys that have been there. Have you gotten around sale at all? Oh yeah. Sales, a sales, a great guy. I mean, he's, He's approachable and he's, you know, he's easygoing and nice to everyone. And he tells you what's on his mind. And so I, I really appreciate that. Out of him. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he is one of the rare guys that also tells the media what's on his mind, which we appreciate too. <laughs> so uh, f- final two things for you. Number one, um, you know, just in terms of, of your, your profile as a pitcher, I mean, fans have, haven't seen you um, unless they, you know, caught you in, in Portland, I guess in 2019 before uh, the world went to hell here. But um you know, I think when we talked to Gus Quattlebaum right after the Rule 5, he said, you know, ground ball guy, you know, four-seam, two-seam changeup and working on a splitter. Um, are you that classic sinker ball guy, or, or how would you describe your style? Um, my style, is, like my pitching coach in college told me this, and it's always been my philosophy since. When, when, the, when the coach hands you the ball, you go out there and get outs until they come back and grab the ball from you. And that's my philosophy is, you know, when they hand me the ball, I'm going to get outs and I'm going to try and do that to bet my best, of my ability. You know, I'm not a big stuff guy. I try and miss barrels, not miss bats mm-hmm. and try and get early week contact. And, you know, that's what I'm focusing on is just get outs and try and help the team win. And last thing, you know, just in this conversation, clear that you're, you know, a student of the game and, and really enjoy kind of soaking in everything you can from the veterans at camp. Um, and, I also have, have heard that, you know, your goal would be to be a coach down the line at some point. Um, I don't know if that, that's still true, but I and, and noticed that you actually coached, uh, was it a high school team or an AAU team during uh, the downtime this year? So what, what was that experience like? And um, why is coaching something that, you know, might intrigue you down the road? Uh, so Josh Hopper was my uh, pitching coach in college. He's actually now the uh, pitching coordinator for the Pirates. But I mean, he, the way that he, he took a guy like me that had no business being in division one baseball. And, you know, he obviously got me drafted. I mean, he took me from nobody and got me in the pros. And so, you know, just that is what I, I like the, the thought of coaching. And so, yeah, I coached with uh, Cabo Central Alabama Baseball Academy this uh, summer during all the downtime and everything. And um, it was a lot of fun just uh being able to, you know, help these young men and just their baseball pads and also try and, you know, help them off the field too, you know, just like speak, speak words of life into them and, you know, just, uh, just help them out. And so I love that about coaching. That's awesome. 
Well, Garrett, I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck during camp, I'm sure. Uh, at this rate, seems like we'll be hearing the name a lot. So uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck. Thank you for having me, Chris.